Thank you all for tuning in to Breathing is Highly Dangerous. We are giving our first breath, working toward and hoping for the next, all the while fearing our last. Welcome to the show. No. The event. A little bit more grand. The movement. That's better, I like that. The movement of the century. Well, movement, that may be a little bit much. How about a conquest to forbid the ones ignosable that try to impinge their iniquitous veracity to our thoughts? Look, man, do you want me to do this or not? Either way, I get paid. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. We've come to ask why, but never satisfied with a simple answer. Discovering the not-so-secret secrets, playing coy into the ploy, kicking every rock, smiling with joy. Here is your host, he puts the UN Unusual, the P in Pterodactyl. Not just why, he also asked how. If you suffer from... Hippopotamostral Esquipedaliophobia. Please leave now. No one will believe you. I give you Emmanuel Manny Stewart. Thank you all so much for joining me back again today. This is Breathing is Highly Dangerous as well. Uh, uh, this is going to be available in Trust All Truth in, in a segment or elongated versions, uh, uncut. Uh, today, we are back again with the Choice Series. And this Choice Series, I guess, is going to have a little segment of its own. Today, I want to touch on relationships. That's a whole thing in itself. But all those things are relied on choice. So uh, let me just delve into that. Um, thank you uh, for watching. And this is this is going to be an important one. So uh, listen up and 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 contribute to contribute to um, what is can be said further in more videos. I've already this is this is this is going to be a, a very big thing. And I'm want as many minds as possible in on this uh, because uh, I. Only so much, I can only put out so much stuff. And uh, I want to share, I want everyone to get as much information as possible, as much experiences as possible, as much exposure to something that you want to learn as possible. All right, so without further ado, let's get into this, this subject at hand, relationships. So relationships, intrinsically, it involves yourself, or it involves one thing and another thing. So within a relationship, there's always multiple things involved, right? When you have a relationship with yourself, that's going to be uh, something in, in, in the terms of what your mind and your actions do with each other or what your biology does with your uh well yeah that it, it would be described differently but that's that's it it's your your mind and your body it's your thoughts into action that's the relationship the the correlation that's there relationships always involve more than one thing that being said as i've spoke about in other videos and this is going to this is i've spoke about consent in other videos and, and and that's something I can address very more in depth, more in depth in uh, another video, which will not be today. But understand that's addressed. A forced relationship is still a relationship. It's just not a consensual one, right? So, someone can make you be part of a relationship that you did not consent to. So that is possible. It's still a relationship, and that's still the the degree of the type of relationship is going to be different. But it is still a relationship that's just put that out there so we can go about addressing what most relationships look like. 
because a relationship is anything, everything, yourself interacting with anything else in the universe is a relationship. And usually, we choose these relationships. 99% of the time, we choose the relationships that we have, that we maintain, and uh, that we remove ourselves from. We make those choices 99% of the time. And that's being conservative. I'd like to start, just touch on it. I'm gonna explain this further later, because this is something that is, is if you if you don't if you're not ready for it then you're not ready for it so i'm just going to touch on it and then back off the only time that you a human that any creation does not make choices is from conception and incubation from every moment thereafter once it is detached once it's detached from its incubator from its mother it's making choices from that very point on. From that very point on. All right. And I'm just going to touch that, leave that there, and we're going to go back. We're, we're going to we'll delve into what uh, I feel is important for us as adults now. So that was important just to state that is a statement that you, you're going to have to ponder on and, 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 and just let it happen. All right. So that's consideration of, of all things in life. Let's, let's talk about personal relationships, right? So interpersonal relationships and the common state, an intimate relationship that leads to sexual relationships or otherwise, right? W whether that be emotional intimacy or sexual intimacy or... Uh, any 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 is any physical intimacy in itself without well, this is technically non-sexual right so those relationships that are had right and I said 99% of the time this is part of the 99% time 99% of these intimate relationships you choose to be in so how that would work is uh, how you would wind up knowing whether or not you wanted to be in an intimate relationship would be through the knowledge of fitness, right? Compatibility uh, through what you your the your ideological beliefs, your religious belief, your political beliefs your philosophical beliefs, your want to, uh, your thoughts about, yeah, so all those things considered psychological beliefs and all this stuff, all that incorporate. So once you have, or how a relationship should work, uh, once you have those things met and those match, right, and you feel like you're compatible, right, you can then move forward to being more intimate, more personally intimate, more uh, uh, do things in privacy, right? And and delve deeper into uh, the 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 deep, important 
topics within those compatibilities to make sure that they are solid. And with, and with the relationship that you created, that trying to understand uh, non-physical parts of a person, what makes them act physically, right? Or what influences them to act in certain ways, doing that relationship with that time, right? With that time, you get to understand this person more and see, uh, not just seeing if they're, same, they're similar to you, but you're, you're, you're learning something about that person that you could possibly implement for yourself or learning something about that person that you could possibly influence them to change. And it, that's, uh, it's, it's symbiotic. It's, it's a mutual thing that you want that from them and they want that from you, right? And then once you have that complete trust, uh, trust that's built up through you believing they're being honest and then through physical acts of that not interpersonal or not interpersonally physical, but acts that they show and demonstrate throughout that relationship, but that observation in that relationship the courting phase, essentially, the dating phase, right? Once you've accumulated this research, because it's a test, right? Yeah, it's an experiment, essentially. Every single relationship is an experiment in a, in a way or another. Um, once you've come to a resolve or come to a result that you're okay with, uh, you're able to deal with everything that this person is giving you and they're able to deal with whatever you've given them, you move to that next step of physical, right? Because once you physically become intimate, that is that is the most vulnerable you can ever be with another person that is not your own child. That is the closest that you can physically be to another person besides a mother and her child. Sexual intimacy, sexual intercourse is the closest, is the most vulnerable you'll ever be to another person. And moments, right, moments during or, or the climax, you should say, is the most vulnerable you can be at any point, regardless of relationship. So if you were to like orgasm by yourself, there's moments where you're vulnerable, right? Because it's a, I don't know if this is an experience for, uh, experience for everyone, but there's, there's, Moments of parole, which is that that gets into further stuff. So you would have there's more analysis you would have to do in order to understand that, and 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 you can do your research, but that's just information that that can be shared at a later time when it's more important. But for relationships, once you get to that physically intimate relationship, there's no turning back. There are certain results that happen because of physical intimacy. If it's uh, gone through completion, there's biological 
there's biological consequences to sexual intercourse. So are you okay? Is this a person that you're willing to accept those things and accept those terms, those biological consequences for being sexually intimate with the uh, this person and you feel you well known enough that they're going to only get better. The relationship will only grow closer together because of these already uh, established beliefs that you're okay with and you agree with, right? So there's uh, the choice in the matter of that. And usually... Usually that's not the case. That's a uh, it's, it's quite simple. It's quite linear. That l- line of thinking of oh yes, this is how a relationship should work. Right, the most efficient way a relationship should work is the uh, right. And currently, commonly, the relationships don't work like that. So. I think people are trying to get back into that, but uh, I think the the majority of societies is much too far gone. And it doesn't look like there's a lot of turning back. Because of the type, because of the emotional aspect, right? And the respect aspect of and, and requirements and expectations within a relationship that you may have for your partner, but you don't hold yourself to the same standard. Or and you may hold for yourself, but then you settle on your partner not having that. There's a lot of settling. There's a lot of unnecessarily long, right, intimate relationships. So you're choosing... There's a lot of people choosing to get intimate with people and uh, then receiving the consequences of those intimacy uh, with people that they do not app- they, they do not desire a prolonged relationship with. And those choices are made continuously. Generationally, maybe with the same person, habitually. But they still do desire all those expectations within their partner that they physically can no longer attain because the expectations that they have for their partner potentially are not expectations that they set for themselves. So the person that meets the requirements that you have is not looking in your direction because you don't meet the requirements that they have. So then there's a lot of, that's where people settle. That's where settling comes into play. Uh, Right, and and there's this dysfunction within oneself that then leads you to wanting gratification just to prove that you're still desirable. And this is not gender excluded. This is applicable to anyone that this describes, right? They're all double standards societally, which I don't agree with. That's on a personal level and something I choose not to abide within because the expectations I have for myself I'm going to hold to my partner if that's something that they're capable of, right? Something that ex- ex- is exclusive to me, I can only hold myself to. And that's another thing is expectations for something or someone that is not possible with the condition that they're in, right? In a relationship, these are things that 
you have to want to understand and the only way to understand is to observe and 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 practice right and apply observe practice and apply uh, and, right and test continuously right so i don't have a problem with see personally i'll go into a personal uh, sort of thing i won't get in depth into it as much as i will in the future but this is something i can say i'm in a relationship because i acknowledge of what i said earlier any can any interaction with anything in this universe is relationship i acknowledge that wholeheartedly right so i acknowledge the potential for any relationship i have with anything to be more than it is currently so with that understanding with that observation and when i was younger i did i wasn't it wasn't with the intent uh, that i have now when i go into relationships but it was still purposeful in understanding right so when i was an adolescent and when i was uh, a child i re- i i still did these things right it was just to a different degree it was for a, a a different goal there was a different goal in mind right it is a form of a, a form of manipulation but it's not a a manipulation at and to my uh to my fault right i have to say i'd give myself 97% of the, i'd say 98% of the time it was non-manipulative so that's being honest but i really with these relationships i really do want to talk to people of the opposite sex and people of the same sex from pro, maybe in a group setting to see how what they feel and understand about it cuz cuz coming from me i'm one person i'm one mind i know per, i know that i have i care about this more than most people so i'm able to give more insight to it than most people however it's not helpful for those that do not like hearing things from one source or, or do not take receive my message in, in, in the way it should be and, and don't use me as 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 a reliable source which is fine get your reliable truth information from whatever source and the moment that that source is no longer reliable do not go there anymore my full intention of any of the content i put out that is non-fictional is to provide truth it, it will describe other people's mindsets of uh, of uh, uh, unsettled things right or confusion or or uh, things of that nature but the information that i say and that you can quote me on is going to be objectively true i'm not going to tell you something that and and you can add on to anything i say right so if i say something true and you say yes and yes and absolutely cuz i can't say everything i want to say cuz i'll be talking forever there's context to every single thing the context to context there's context to context context right so i i appreciate that for myself and i look into that of uh, uh, momentum forward into understanding everything because i'm so I'm interested in a lot of things and those things. So th- let that be said. Trustalltruth.com that's the sponsor, okay? <laughs> All right, 
so because I acknowledge that all these things are relationships, I'm having a relationship with everyone that could potentially be somewhere else. So when I was younger, the goal wasn't the same. When I'm now that I'm older, the goal is very purposeful and my time is not I realize and recognize that time is the most valuable asset I have. Something that everyone has a certain amount of. We don't know how much we have. We spend it every single moment we're alive and we'll never get it back, right? So even if a time machine was created, you going back in time does not increase the amount of time you've been alive. You know what I mean? So there's a set finite if you're living forever, then you're living forever. That's set, finite, right? Okay, sorry, that, that's getting into other stuff. Back to relationships. That's what the, that shows, that that's a demonstration of choice in itself, right? And what you choose to acknowledge and what you don't. Um, and and you, you have to be intentional in, in, in what you choose. Um, relationships. See, any relationship that lasts, right, is going to be like, it's going to, there's, there's not going to be a wasted moment, right? A relationship that you end never has regret. It's not that you don't place regret inside a relationship, because you can personally place regret on things, right? Like saying, uh, uh, Oh, I wish I never had done this, right? Uh, or you then taking a, a, pro, a, a personal step and saying, I regret nothing. Everything is for me to be here right now. I play into that sometimes. I used to play into that more. But I realized, I'm like, yes, I can have regrets, right? I could have made a bad decision. I'm not holding emotional, I'm not in emotional turmoil, Currently, because the, the regrets I have are not, don't affect my life as, as much as other people's though, right? But if someone with, uh, that does not regret, right, does not regret doing something that's affecting their life so negatively currently, if they don't regret it, that is, they're more likely to commit something that they regret again, right? Because they, or uh, to, to commit something that is going to harm them in the future, right? Like the consistency, redundancy of, of, of failing relationships. You keep getting the same thing, right? Because you're not placing the correct amount of attention to the things that have led you wrong, right? That ended up badly for you. You're not focusing, you're not paying attention to that and removing that from everything that you do further. So when someone, when, if someone says they have no regrets, see how they change. Right? Because that could be just a word, right? Some people could say, I have no regrets and have regrets and they're willing to change, which is fine. You're just saying something. Whether or not that's honest to everyone else, it doesn't matter because the actions mean more than words, but the words will influence how other people act towards you. So if you're okay with people seeing you as a certain way, uh, 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 even uh, uh, because of your words, and then you demonstrate a different action, that's just going to mean you're a flip-flopper. But, I mean, that would be a good type of hypocrisy, right? Where you say, but that's like acting. 
So those things get into relationships. Like, how do you trust someone? I'm gonna clip in uh, a little bit I did prior. Uh, I'm going to clip that in there. It's about relationships and how to trust some people. So uh, we'll click on that. Uh, we'll clip that in. Um, and then we'll finish this out. I just, I was filming out here and I'm now in a hailstorm. I am now in a hailstorm. Ah, yeah. I don't know if you can see those little bits on the ground, bits of ice and such. I literally came out here to finish up my video, maybe play a little bit of guitar or something like that. Maybe do one of those things, but um, I'm getting missed in the face right now, so I, I hope uh, this is clear. How do we, how do we make sure that the people we're around the people are, are trustworthy. How do we determine trustworthiness in a person? So think of it like this. Every person in your life was once a stranger. Even from the point of birth, your mother was a stranger until you knew her, right? Until you heard her voice, until you saw her. Like depending on how you communicate with people, there's always gonna be something strange. So for people, strangers, if you don't know them, you don't know of them, they're a stranger. So you do this automatically, but when you're dealing with the new people in adulthood, especially. But this, no, this is, no, it's during childhood. You need to be conscious of how you're determining who to trust and not. So the consciousness of that, how do you get conscious of it? How do you, how do you think about it? So this is where, this is how it works. The natural process of what you do is, okay, what is the incentive behind this person being in my life? What do they provide for me? What will I provide to them? Because they provide this for me. What do they expect from me? What do I expect from them? So first, it's incentive. What can be, what is your expectation out of this relationship, right? Secondly, that is gonna be, so you meet the person, you chat them up, you got these things similar. This is for every type of relationship. Friendship. Well, every type of non-familiar, non-relationship, but you can make form this relationship with familiar members, and you can do it at a at a at a higher rate because there's arm, there's not that the necessary. Well, there should be, but not that there always is a more standardized trust for family, right? That's not all the time the best, you know? Because family hurts family the most, right? So if someone would have hurt you, it would be most likely be a family member rather than a stranger. 
So we're going outside of family, but consider it inside as well. How do you form these relationships and make sure that this is a healthy relationship for you? Like I said, incentive, what do you get out of it? Then when you, when you meet that person, you start analyzing. It's like, okay, so now I'm observing. You observe their behavior. And keep in mind, they're gonna be doing this with you as well. And if you're easy, easily manipulated, they don't have to work so hard, right? Because your emotions are all out there. So if you're communicating with someone that is, that is trying to cause harm to you, usually they gotta be a little bit smarter than you are, right? Or they take an opportunity and exploit a weakness that you have, right? So keep that in mind, know your weakness. Know what your weaknesses are and cover them, just in case, right? No matter who it is, no matter what type of relationship. And strengthen them so those things are no longer weak. You got to observe. Observe their behavior with other people. Observe their behavior when they don't think you're around. Observe their behavior with you, right? and the effects that the little communication that you do have has on you that will keep determining whether or not it's worth it. The, the, the incentive or the incentive, the thing that you want in the end, is it worth having to deal with what they're presenting you with right now and having them progress through that or and vice versa, right? So in that observation and that relationship, you have to then open yourself up to your non-vulnerable, the things that are vulnerable, but you have strengthened and that are not things that can be exploited. So it's a vulnerability if you were not skilled enough to defend yourself, right? So you gotta let them in. As much as they do, you have, I would say do for them. If, there's, if, that's the type of, if that's the type of relationship you're trying to have with them. It's a give and take. So you open yourself up to, to opportunity and let them show you things and you show them things and show them how you act and see how they act with how you act, right? And then if there's a reaction that you don't like and don't want and can't tolerate, withdraw immediately. Withdraw from the relationship. Withdraw from the amount of vulnerability that you gave this person. If they're attacking it and they're using it and, and, and it's harming you, withdraw. Withdraw. And people will say, oh, like people are too sensitive about other people and how they feel about your feelings, right? Ultimately, it's you making decisions. So if you're being harmed by something that someone's doing, and you're considering how they'll feel if you don't better yourself and make yourself better, then that person doesn't care for you. Meaning, and, and that's indicative of the care for you, meaning they don't care for you. So if that would be an issue to be involved in, to begin with, then you shouldn't involve yourself with that person in the current state that they're in, that you see that as as a, as as a result that they can't handle you 
making the best decisions for yourself because it's now putting more weight on them to better themselves instead of it, rather than you helping them, right? Figure out how long you can be a crutch for someone, right? Feel how, figure out how long you will tolerate something before there's a breaking point where it's not worth it and, and, and what you're doing, if you're doing the best you can do, it's not working and because it's not wanted, right? So figure that out. You gotta figure out pretty quickly. No, but that's, an intro, that's my introduction to that. So apply that stuff and I'll get more explicit. I'll give more explicit uh, details in further videos with things I'll create with other people that can involve themselves with this program as well. All right, thank you. If you listen to this and you find something good, contact me. I've got... Um, Contact me through trustalltruth.com. Contact me through Breathing is Highly Dangerous, B-I-H-D dot podcast on Instagram or Emmanuel Stewart one on Instagram or Manny underscore photos on Instagram or Emmanuel Stewart. I have a red shirt and a hat, glasses on Facebook. Right, so those are, if that was a reason why people weren't contacting me, well, I know there's a few, there's people watching this and listening to this, I can see the numbers, so continue to do so, I love you all, thank you, but if you agree with what I'm saying, if you have some insight, if you have something further to speak about, of what I'm saying, something to add to, I would love you all to be part of this, this is, this world is yours if you have something that you want other people to know, you want me to know, tell me personally, or we can share it with as many as, as other people. And you share from your perspective with other people. And you can, ha this is my platform for everyone to use that's telling truth, right? Or telling lies in, in order to reference the truth, right? Not spreading lies, but it's p making people aware of lies that are used in place of the truth. All right, be blessed, stay blessed, and I'll see you all in the next one.